Hi, and welcome to another episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast with me, Megan Tripp. Today, I have internet friend and host of Kid Flicks, Ross Wiseman. Hello. Hi, Ross. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Yeah. Thanks for being back. Sure. It's a nice change of pace that you made me watch this uh, garbage movie. So. I can't believe you said that I liked it a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> this is going to be a very uh, mean uh, podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be very tense as yeah. I try to win you over. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm open to it. Let's. Let, I'm open to being won over by this ridiculous, insane movie. It's so ridiculous and insane. That's why I love it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I also watched it just now, and I'm quite hungover, so maybe that contributed to it. Oh. Yeah, that's not ideal. Yeah. I'm I'm so sorry for potentially messing up the the metrics of this of your podcast. <laughs> Yeah, people come here for, like, journalistic excellence, and uh, you're really letting me down, Ross. Yeah, that's not why people go to listen to Kid Flicks, so I, <laughs> I guess I'm not used to that. <laughs> um, so, what movie did we watch? So, we watched Stranger in the House, which you were telling me is based off of a French movie? I don't know that it is. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you... you <laughs> You texted me some vague French thing, and I did not understand what it was, so I... Oh, no, I was just saying it. it's like a knockoff of the book Rebecca, which is a novel by Du Maurier. Okay, uh, you already lost me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's his name. I don't know. But um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm super into uh, the Alfred Hitchcock movie Rebecca, which is based on the novel. Oh, and okay. I... I I tried to read the novel, but the main character is a little too passive. And I was like, oh, girl, do something. <laughs> so the, so is Rebecca the main character in this movie, which Jade is her name, I think? Uh, no, Rebecca is the first wife. You never find out the actual character's name because it's all from her perspective. Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah, it is a little strange. <laughs> But yeah, this movie is about um, a young married couple who move into the house that was owned by the man's first wife, I think. Oh, the dad? The um. Oh, or the, the, hu the new husband. Yeah, the new husband. Oh, wow. I did not. There's already so much I did not pick up on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's what they said. I mean, I, it was definitely... The Blake's estate, and she was a, uh, well, she wasn't. She was Danver. This is, I'm already so, like, how do you remember these people's <laughs> name? The only name I could get I... was Griegson, <laughs> which is the worst name I've ever heard in a movie before. I don't even remember a Griegson. Gre Griegson, that's uh, Jade and her dad's last name, because they're all like, Griegson took, uh, avoided jail time and stole all of our money. Oh, dear. I think we watched two different movies. No way. <laughs> did, did I send you the wrong link? No, wait, hold on a second. Oh, boy. Now I'm scrolling up. The oh, no. <laughs> You know what? This could be a nice opportunity. I watched Stranger in the House. <laughs> yeah, that's what I watched too. Yeah. But there's like more than one Stranger in the House. 
Wait, hold on okay. a second. Okay. Eve has married the man of her dreams, but when they return to live in the house willed to him by his first wife, who died under horrific circumstances, it becomes a waking nightmare as Eve falls into a spiral of suspicion and madness. Okay. I watched the one um, from 2016, and it says, A bitter and greedy retired businessman is killed in a mysterious fall, and his adult daughter blames his manipulative and creepy but seductive new wife, Samantha. Who is Samantha, and is she <laughs> capable of murder? Oh my god. Has this ever happened in on your podcast before? No. Great. Okay. We are gonna we are gonna dive right into it. And you know what? Let's te- <laughs> let's te- let's tell each other about our movies because who knows, maybe yeah, your movie was it's good. It's a bonus episode. You get two for the price of one this time. Yeah, we're a bunch of freaking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't wait. So you watched a movie. From the Lifetime Movie Network that was called Stranger in the House from 2016. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes. And I watched a movie from the Lifetime Movie Network from the year 2015, also called Stranger in the House. <laughs> oh, boy. This actually might have not even aired on um, Lifetime. It might have been just a direct-to-DVD thing. Possibly. But, uh, wow. yep. I blame Lifetime. I, this is on Not You, Not Me. <laughs> This is Lifetime's fault. I mean, well, also the the title like Stranger in a House or Stranger in the House, it's the vaguest title ever. So, of course, <laughs> eight million movies have that name. <laughs> okay. So, in your case, the stranger is the new wife? Yes. So, so in my movie, um, Jade and her husband, who I call just Discount Matt Bomer, um, he, they get married. They're happy. They're about to go on their honeymoon. But... Jade's dad um, had some sort of accident. He was in a car crash, so he's paralyzed. So they get a caretaker, Samantha, and then the Jade comes back from her honeymoon two months later, and uh, or a month later, and uh, Samantha is married to Jade's dad. Then Jade's dad mysteriously dies, and Samantha is oddly the recipient of all of his fortune. Hmm. <laughs> and it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so should I give you a quick synopsis of mine? I would and love we'll to hear about longer. your movie. Okay. Um, so in mine, um, there's uh, the main character is Eve Stewart, played by Jen Liu. And uh, she gets married to this man, uh, Nathan Darrow. And he was previously married to um i forget her name (laughs) we both had memorable movies that we watched (laughs) i'm terrible with names anyways but um he he inherits his wife's house uh when she dies and um they move into the house together him and his new wife and there's a guy who's been taking care of the estate, at least from the legal perspective. And his name was Sanders. And then there's this woman who's been with the house forever, who used to look after everything, um, like the housekeeper. Mm-hmm. And her name was Mrs. Metabar. And everyone's like, oh, she's still around? And so I thought, oh, she's going to be really old. And she's not. So that was a little strange. (laughs) And uh, then Eve um, starts getting 
sick and the house is really spooky and like doors keep opening and there's like banging and then she hears that like the first wife had similar symptoms before she died so she's like maybe i'm being poisoned and all this stuff and um it seems like it's um mrs uh menabar who's like poisoning her um but she thinks it's her husband uh, and that he was the one who poisoned his first wife and his first wife actually was murdered. And then you've, you come to find out that like the house is actually haunted and that's why there's weird spooky stuff happening. Damn. <laughs> and <laughs> the person who's Mrs. Menabar, she sees like a photograph late in the movie and it's of the first wife and she's like that's not his first wife that's mrs metabar and then she realizes she's been living with a ghost this whole time and didn't realize oh, it hell yeah and i was like oh my god i love this movie so much it's great and um then she runs back to the house and um she her husband oh yeah and her husband's there and sanders is there and sanders thinks that they're going to get out of living in the house because there's some legal stipulation. Like you can only inherit the money in the house if you live in the house and you're not allowed to rent the house. You're not allowed to sell the house. As soon as you do, you don't get access to the funds anymore. So he's been trying to get out and Sanders is mad because he knows that it's going to make the ghost lonely. (laughs) And so he's like, you can't leave her. You can't leave her again. And he, like, brought a gun, because that's always a good thing to bring when you're having a disagreement with someone. And, like, go- and ghosts hate guns. <laughs> they do! So <laughs> he ends up shooting the husband, and then um, Eve goes to the hospital, because she's, like, in shock. And they're like, don't worry, um, you and the baby are safe. And she's like, what, I'm pregnant? And they're like, yeah, you're pregnant. Uh, your husband didn't survive. And then she's like, okay, I need to go back to the house because he's probably haunting the house just like his wife's haunting the house. And then she like runs back to the house, but like he's not there, but his wife is there. And then the wife is like, has always had like this body that she uses as she's walking around the house, like, which is kind of weird. But (laughs) in any case, the wife tries to kill Eve because she's like, you're the reason that he's dead. And it's like, she's not the one with the gun lady. Like it's Sanders' fault. Anyways. But then she's like, we both have a piece of Tom because I'm pregnant with Tom's baby. And at the very end, we see both women help raising this boy in the house. Man, I want a ghost baby. <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> well, the baby isn't a ghost. Yeah, but <laughs> the baby's just a baby. That'd be cool. Like a Danny Phantom type thing where the ghost can uh, materialize in the real world, but then also hang out in the ghost world. I mean, yeah, that'd be cool. Especially if they could take you with them. Man, that movie sounds so much more enjoyable than my shitstorm of a movie. <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> like, uh, spoiler, uh, Samantha, the caretaker that gets married to uh, the dad, she gets murdered. And then the daughter... Or, Gre- so Griegson is the is the man that dies, uh, that's in a wheelchair. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody th- now thinks that Jade, Griegson's daughter, murdered Samantha, the caretaker. And it's this whole thing. And then this weird reveal at the end that Jade's new husband, Discount Matt Bomer, murdered <laughs> Samantha. And he was in cahoots with Samantha to kill Griegson because Griegson was 
this like venture capitalist. They roped in the Occupy Wall Street movement at the very beginning of the movie. And it's like he nice. defaulted on homes or whatever and uh, made people bankrupt. And the guy wanted revenge. And he was like, I watched the entire trial. And it's, it's really weird. Right before Discount Matt Bomer kills Griegson. So Griegson has like a, a motorized wheelchair, which like he keeps storming out of rooms in the beginning of the movie. And it's kind of weird to just like kind of slowly drive away. Um, <laughs> but right before Matt Bomer kills Griegson, he jumps onto Griegson's lap and is like sitting on this man who can't walk's lap. And it's super weird. And then him and Samantha <laughs> knock. Is a, it kind of sexual? Or is no, it not at all. Strange. It's kind of okay. it's like. He got notes during the first four takes like, hey, you got to be even more evil and over the top. So he he like he did that thing where he like jumped over the handlebars of the motorized wheelchair, sat on Gregson's lap, laughed and then jumped back off. It was so (laughs) weird. That sounds pretty great, actually. I want to see just that scene. I don't know if I want to see the whole movie. Yeah, well, I rented it on Amazon, so you've got another. I've got another day to to watch it again. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, there's also um, there's like a bunch of weird lines in it because I mean, you know, it's it's. I we watched I think similar movies, just very different. Um, like Plots, my yeah. favorite line is discount Matt Bomer before it's revealed that he's evil turns to his wife Jade uh because Jade you know is arrested for the alleged murder of Samantha and I think mm-hmm. she gets acquitted I forget how I think they're like huh, weird um but <laughs> Matt Bomer turns to Jade and goes you are worth every penny of that million dollar bail which just like is the weirdest line mm-hmm. also Jade does this whole OJ Simpson if I did it speech where she's like why would I leave my a DNA sample in a wine glass right next to where Samantha was murdered I knew the alarm code why would I why wouldn't I turn off the alarm before going in? and just like all this weird stuff that okay calm down like just say that you're innocent <laughs> wow so like why did like her husband obviously like hated his father-in-law. Yes. Yeah, so, and wanted him to be dead. But what did Samantha want? Did she want to inherit all the money and was supposed to give some of the money to the um, husband? Yeah. So I wasn't super clear about that. But the whole plan was that uh, the two were going to murder Griegson and then murder Jade so that they could. So like Samantha would inherit the money and then she would split it with discount Matt Bomer. Um, right. It, it was super not clear because they they hint at the beginning um that jade and her husband it's like oh you've only been married for uh you were only dating for a year before you got married and because they kind of throw that back in her face when samantha is like i got married to your father after a month or two or whatever but it's also weird a month is very different than a year yeah but also did i mention that samantha was hired to be gregson's like caretaker while jade was on the honeymoon so it's like that's a whole weird thing. And they also do that thing where she seems very nice and innocent in the beginning. And then when they return, she does not have her glasses on anymore. And her hair is let down and she's wearing a dress. And it's like, oh, no, she's not a <laughs> dork like we thought she was. <laughs> she's a sexual being and I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yeah. It's just weird because also jade it's partly on jade because she samantha comes for the interview for to care for her dad 
and she talks to Samantha for like five minutes. They're standing the whole time, which is weird. And then she's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll hire her and doesn't talk to <laughs> any other person. Um, and it, 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 you know, it's partly on her um, for not doing any sort of background check and just being like, because I, I, I just watched another movie for my podcast, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. And oh, right. um, the whole plot is Christina Applegate gets a job at a big company by making a fake resume. And it's like, people, check on other people. Like, it takes 10 minutes or something in most cases. So just you do any sort of verification process. <laughs> I hear that most people don't follow up. They follow up on whether or not you worked there, but it's pretty easy to lie about your education. I don't know if that's true, but I had a friend tell me like, well, you went to a few classes. You could probably say that you have, um, you know, your MBA and no one will know the difference. Oh, yeah. Like when I was... I was like... Oh, sorry. What? (laughs) Yeah. Like when I was in college um, and I was applying for internships, uh, I asked one of my friends to be a reference because I listed one of my big things was, oh, I was a... Uh, like a uh, uh, somebody in the uh, government of this one club, you know, like I was one of the leaders oh, or whatever. Sure. Like a secretary or a president or something. Yeah, so I just kind of had her be a contact. So it sounded more official than like, I, I hang out with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was president of my club too. And it didn't oh, mean anything. Oh, was just like, thank you. There was not an election. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're a tyrant. Okay. Yeah, no, I was a dictator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like I, um, I also still have a lot of that stuff on my um, LinkedIn, and I don't know how long I should keep all, all these like student clubs on there. But I'm like, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> no one cares. Yeah, I think after you have a few years at like a, like in your field, then you can probably drop. Oh that. yeah, I'm like waiting to start a new job now, and I'm excited to have a new headline on my <laughs> LinkedIn. <laughs> Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, in in mine, it's strange because they don't tell you until like two thirds the way in that the reason they're living in this house is because, you know, there's other assets that they get to have by living there and that they're not allowed to rent or sell it. So for the longest time, you're just like, why would you live there? Why wouldn't you sell it? And live somewhere else where you don't have all the memories of your living with your first wife who died in that house. Like, that's weird. (laughs) And then it was also strange because because they wanted it to be reminiscent of an older type of story. It, like, didn't feel modern, even though it was set in modern times. Oh, that's weird. So, like, the fact that... I mean, it turns out it was a ghost, but <laughs> before you realize that Mrs. Menabar is a ghost, you're like, why do you have a housekeeper who's there all day with you every day? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... That's a weird. little clue. <laughs> it's like, that's strange. And my favorite scene was early on, um, She Eve likes to make recipes and she's supposed to be like... Um, making a cookbook and um, so she makes this elaborate dinner for her husband and for Sanders and then Sanders is at the front door with this woman Wendy and they say like oh Wendy found out I was having dinner here and he doesn't seem happy that Wendy tagged along 
And um, Eve is like, oh my goodness, I've heard so much about you. I'm so glad to meet you. And Wendy is like, really, like, seems annoyed and like, doesn't want to meet this woman at all. And yet she's there, right? Yeah. And so that's really strange. And I started yelling at the television, like, I'm glad Eve wants to meet Wendy. Who the hell is Wendy? Like, no, no one's ever mentioned this woman <laughs> before. And um, so they start having dinner and Wendy is already a little drunk and she's getting drunker by the minute minute and then like they Eve and Wendy have a moment alone in the kitchen and Wendy says that she is the husband's first wife's sister so she's the husband's sister-in-law and she's like oh I thought you were my husband's sister (laughs) And it was like, why would you tell someone that you have a sister named Wendy and then pretend that your sister-in-law is actually your sister? (laughs) That's so shady. Your movie is so confusing. Like, mine is dumb (laughs) as hell, but I'm like, okay, it's pretty. I can fall asleep to this. Yeah. No, you would not fall asleep with this one. And then Wendy, oh my gosh. So you know how there's usually like one zany character in a movie? Like Max. Yeah. Like, this movie had three. Great. And Wendy was the greatest of them all, because she's just going for it. <laughs> like, at one point during the dinner, she's like, so, you know, have has your husband met your family, Eve? And Eve's like, well, actually, I don't have a family. And then she's like, oh, you're an orphan, too? How did your parents die? Some sort of tragic fire or something? <laughs> <laughs> And it's just such a mean thing to say for no reason at all. I loved it. And uh, I mean, that's the best part about all these kind of movies is just so much just shade out of nowhere. People saying exactly what's <laughs> yes. on their minds, even when it makes no social or narrative sense. Yeah. But it turns out Wendy, um, she was kind of a shoulder to cry on after um, her sister, uh what's his face his wife died so they ended up sleeping together a couple times and so she feels jilted twice over like once she knew him in college then he met her sister and married the sister then his sister dies she thinks that they're gonna be together they sleep together a couple times then he moves to thailand and then he brings home what she calls new flesh oh god she's so great and she does like the greatest lip acting in the world which doesn't sound like anything but if you just saw that scene like she is like pursing her lips it was like they wanted her to be some sort of like rude like botox lady but didn't actually want to do prosthetics so she has to like purse her lips in weird ways it's great Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) she was my favorite part she was only in that one scene and Eve is, like, taken aback and aghast, but they let her stay f- through the whole dinner. And finally, Sanders is like, that's enough, and takes her away during, de- um, like, dessert. And afterwards, Eve confronts her husband and is like, so, Wendy is your sister-in-law. Why did you say that she's your sister? And he's like, well, she is like a sister. And she's like, Ew. I think, yeah, <laughs> I was like, she's like, I th- did you ever sleep with her? And he kind of sidesteps the issue. And I'm like, I know you may not have siblings, but uh, that's 
that's not like having a sister. <laughs> I would never say like uh, my brother got married a year ago and you know, he, I, I, I would only call his wife, my sister-in-law. I would never shorten it to be like, Oh yeah. My sister would say like, that's so weird. And just like, <laughs> and like a weird dumb lie to tell, like who, no one cares, but just why would you say that? Yeah. I mean, if anything, if you didn't, if you felt like, oh, I'm talking about Wendy and then she's like, oh, who's Wendy? And you don't want to talk about your dead wife. I could see you being like, oh, she's a friend of mine. Yeah. But like, why would you say she's my sister? That's so crazy. I'm just going to bite you in the ass in the end. Yeah. Like if she's ever in your life really then that's gonna come up and as soon as they got married he should have been like so sometimes i call my sister-in-law my sister i know that's weird but, but it's fun it's quirky i feel like it's... i should ex- <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i should explain <laughs> also i've never had a sister so i'm assuming you sometimes sleep with your sister not a big deal <laughs> yeah just a weird. super normal thing um <laughs> uh i'm trying to think of there's like weird stuff that i should mention about i mean the entire movie that i watched was wild um <laughs> oh so the so i mean really the whole movie is just everybody in jade's life trying to gaslight her and just being really bad at it <laughs> oh, like no. at one point so samantha changes um the will with Gregson's help obviously to kind of give her everything and so right. Uh, Jade is obviously pissed and is trying to like get to get a lawyer to you know annul and reverse that that will change and then Samantha walks in and she's like it's just your father found somebody someone better to love and I'm like that's not how parenting Whoa. works Whoa. at all <laughs> like found someone better to love I mean sometimes there's like jealousies that happen when you're used to someone dropping everything and being available to you all the time and then suddenly they have like a romantic interest and they're like less available to you but you still wouldn't say either direction like oh i guess he loves you more it's like he just has one more person in his life yeah because like his his wife died i forget how oh i think it was in the car accident that he got paralyzed in and so it's like it's one thing to say like oh he's finally you know found somebody in his life to replace the mother or like fill the hole left by the mother. But like, that's such a crazy thing. Like in every single movie when there's like a step parent or something and it's like, uh, you're, I'm going to send you off to boarding school. The second your parent and I are married, that never works because then the parent is like, no fucking of course I'm going to choose my kid over you. You're like, it's my kid. <laughs> I would say, though, if I ever became someone's step-parent, I would send those kids off to boarding school, 100%. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I, I also... So, like, there weren't many reviews for this movie, obviously. just Shocking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it wasn't a super popular thing, but the one review that I got that was one star says, Movie would not play on normal DVD players. It is a foreign copy. I would never, ever recommend it. Had to send back and lost 20% restocking fee. So shows the quality of this movie um (laughs) there's also a single fact on imdb and the piece of trivia just says filmed exclusively in canada in 2016 i mean canada's a really big place (laughs) yeah and it, it filmed exclusively like they didn't dip south of the border at all it just 
it seems to me if I was going to be it, it's it exclusively was filmed in one area or another, I would be like super specific, like just in this town, just in this province, but like all of Canada. Yeah, <laughs> that's real big. Yeah, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's IMDb page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's two other zany characters in my movie. Sure. Um, she is living in this old house in this tiny town uh that's near new york it's like called eiling on hudson or something i don't think it's supposed to be a real place anyways um she goes to a store and someone's like overly friendly and like wants to know who she is because she's new in town and uh she's like oh yeah i live in the blake house and she's like you live in the blake house do you are you the new wife of nathan darrow and she's like yeah that's my husband and she's like oh and then she just like walks away. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty great. Um, and then later, Eve is waiting for a train on a bench, and this old woman comes up to her and sits really close and is like really intensely talking to her. And she's like, "I'm Alice. You're that um, new bride of Nathan, um, and your your name is uh, Eve, right?" And she's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and she's like, "I'm Alice, and you need to know about everything." And she's just like nattering on for a while. And she's, like, really intense. And then later she, like, accosts her and is like, you need to get out of that house as soon as you start feeling poorly. You look sick. She looked sick. It's it's your husband. And you you can call on me anytime. I'll be helpful to you <laughs> or something. And she's like, uh, okay. And then later when she starts feeling really bad, she, like, goes to the library because Alice works the library. And Alice is great because she's always, like, zany as hell. And uh, she's, like, all over the board and never makes too much sense. And then she's like, oh, do you want to see um, the last book that Eve, um, or whatever, the first wife uh, checked out? And she's like, uh, yeah, and it's this book of poisons and what they can do to you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, later, um, Eve runs to see Alice and she's like, Alice, you have to help me. I think I'm being poisoned. And Alice is like, oh, like, I'm busy, dear. And it's like, um, <laughs> you said that you were going to help her. And now she actually needs you. And you're like, oh, I can't be bothered. And then she's like, oh, OK, if you want to see um, what's her face's pictures, I have them tucked away for safekeeping all these personal photographs. And she's like, Eve's like, why do you have all these personal photographs? That's weird. <laughs> and uh, Alice is like, well, her sister didn't want them because she was jealous and they caused too much pain for her husband. So because she's an important woman of the town, uh, I keep them in the library. <laughs> and it's like, I guess. And um, then she, that's when she flips through the photos and realizes she's been living with a ghost. But as she's like realizing this and sitting in horror, Alice is like, did you think you could replace her? You can't. You're nothing like her. And it's like, whoa, lady, you were like so helpful at the start. And now you're like, how dare you marry this man and move into that house? Like, what do you care? It was crazy. It was great. How do you do this? Like month in, month out, just watching these movies, like <laughs> listening to your, your description and watching mine, I am exhausted and like i mean it's it's kind of refreshing to not watch like another shitty animated movie but i mean god i <laughs> i can't do it this one at least was interesting and i thought it was so fun 
the reveal that like because I thought the the um it, it was either going to be revealed that she was kind of going crazy because she was being poisoned by the maid um but no like when things were shaking and things were going crazy like it legitimately was a ghost so I liked that because sometimes they'll try to have it both ways like it's a ghost not really but this case they're they like committed no, it's a ghost. at least <laughs> and I loved at the end that they were like we don't need to fight over a man we can raise a kid together and be like ghost sister moms to this boy. I was like, yeah, right, right on. I like it. <laughs> Anyways, I I thought this movie was fun and crazy. And so many of the movies I watch are just so boring. Like so nothing, like nothing happens. It's like, yeah. oh no, are we going to win the cooking competition? Yay, we won the cooking competition. And... Oh yeah, like I will. This I will say I was. was my movie was entertaining. Like I, I, I think I said out loud "what the fuck" at least three times. <laughs> also, I forget <laughs> if you're if you curse on this podcast, but I've done it several times already. Oh, uh, don't worry. All right, <laughs> I'll just mark it as explicit. Cool. I used to, um, like, not mark things as explicit, and then one time my sister swore, and I was like, "Oh my god, my sister swore." She doesn't really swear that much. Oh, <laughs> she, made, she marked it a special occasion for you. It did. That's what these movies drive you to. Just saying, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Every time you Just watch staring it. at the abyss. <laughs> and the abyss stares back. So what were the three moments that you um, that you said what the fuck at? Um, when, uh, let's see, when Griegson and Samantha first start making out, I was like, okay, what the fuck? Because they were just like playing a game of chess. Um, then, um, I think the other what the fuck was when Samantha was murdered because she, they just show her with her throat slashed and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Um, oh man, they cut that together. Weird. Yeah. And then, uh, what was the other, I don't remember the other one, but it was also just crazy. Uh, like this entire movie <laughs> is bananas. Uh, I want to find like fun facts on this IMDP page, and I don't know if I just don't know how to look at web pages or what, because I don't see any fun facts for this. So it should be under like reviews and stuff, because I mean, for my podcast, I always try to take a look for a few minutes just to see if there's any kind of tidbit. But, you know, I, I feel like Lifetime movies, they make so many of them, and there isn't really that that much remarkable about the specifics, just like, oh, yeah, so this was mo- a movie that was made. And that's it. <laughs> this exists. Wow. But you know what? Like, did you did you see the Netflix original, like the Princess Switch? Uh, I saw. That's the one with Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens, right? That, yeah, I saw bits. Of I it. loved that movie. It, like, if you didn't do that for your <laughs> podcast yet, it is it is a must. It is beautifully boring and dumb. <laughs> yeah, it really hits all the we switched places trips. yeah and my favorite thing of an american actor pretending to be a british person doing an american accent so it just kind of sounds like an alien <laughs> that is pretty good what was i watching that the accents were crazy oh it was an ad it was john malkovich was playing an a belgian or an austrian in on a tv show Oh. For Amazon. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> but I haven't actually seen it yet. So maybe it's okay. Okay. I'll trust you. But from the ad, it seemed completely insane. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> ah, 
there's um a review like an essay that someone wrote about it and they um they said it's tough to keep your interest but it's worth it for the climax although you may figure out the cause of eve's problems you can't begin to imagine the resolution (laughs) just hold strong through the first hour and it would make the second worth it and then it it gives their favorite quotes and one of them is you know that thing we're talking about well they forgot to refill my prescription says eve (laughs) in other words she's not on birth control yeah but for some reason they can't just come out and say that (laughs) um wendy says i guess we all do have something in common after all meaning the husband (laughs) and tom the husband whose name i keep forgetting uh then you'll never have to see her again speaking of wendy because she's like i don't like her and then tom's like then you'll never have to see her again and it's like well are you never gonna see her again or are you just not gonna bring her around here i (laughs) i don't want you seeing her either (laughs) oh boy i feel like both of us are just worn out we're just like (laughs) god especially like okay we discovered weirdly that we've watched completely different (laughs) movies that have completely different meaning and and things that happened in them yeah they're they're not even similar i mean you'd think stranger in the house would actually be neither the um new wife is dangerous or the um there's a ghost in the house you'd think there's a slasher in the house right yeah but no <laughs> but neither one of them it was a slasher movie, <laughs> surprisingly yeah i don't i don't know what to say about this movie i mean it's it's crazy and things happen but like i told you all the crazy things i don't know if it's really worth explaining the less crazy things <laughs> Nah, I, th- I think both of us we've summarized the two weird ass things all the weird <laughs> shit that happened with no real context. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm befuddled. Great that there's this many movies called A Stranger in the House. It's already confusing enough when they have two titles on everything, where you like have the image of the movie. Uh, poster and then right underneath it 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 says a different title like that's already confusing enough (laughs) i will say for this movie i was happy to see a person of color in the leading role oh that is nice happens (laughs) i there was one person of color in mine and she was just like the vague best friend and then uh she she i think she also got stabbed at at near the end oh when the evil is revealed Yeah, they they did that with um what was it? Something about a babysitter or a nanny or a nanny's nightmare or something. I don't oh. know. Anyways, there was a slasher kind of movie that Lifetime did where there was a nanny staying at a house and then this woman manages to like slip in the house and then she ends up killing the best friend cuz the black best friend always gets killed in in slasher movies yeah that's a that's a fun quirk of this genre i guess (laughs) how exciting my favorite part of that movie was the part where uh the girl like put herself in this closet um underneath the staircase to like try and hide from 
the person with the knife. But, like, there wasn't a door on this closet. It was, like, a grate. And it's like, well, she can see you. Also, mm-hmm. she can stick her knife through the bars or move the bars out of the way. She's stronger than you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Anyways, that was kind of funny. Oh, man. I don't know about you. I, I'm feeling <laughs> exhausted. Exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long night and a very movies. long day already. Yeah. I guess um, we'll both review our own separate movies and then maybe review each other's movies based on what we've heard about it. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Uh, So for my own movie, in terms of stars, it's exactly the sort of movie I love uh, because it's perfectly bonkers. Mm -hmm. Um, And like some of the acting is way over the top, but I think it works so i'm gonna go ahead and give it like a four four stars out of five (laughs) and in terms of mockability i'm gonna give it five cups of tea out of five uh cups of tea because mrs menabar is constantly getting eve to drink tea and you think come on girl she's obviously poisoning you but she's not because she's a ghost and ghosts don't poison you i guess yeah i don't know (laughs) She just was feeling bad because she's pregnant. Anyways. <laughs> uh, and your movie, I'll I'll say it sounds a little more by the numbers, even though some oh, crazy things happen. Oh, by far. It is a f- paint by number. <laughs> um, so I'll give it like two and a half stars. And I can't really tell how mockable it is. But if you said what, what the fuck three times, it's probably like two or three whatever's yeah there's a few (laughs) so okay i guess it's your turn okay so for sorry so it's it's overall and then mockability great okay so my my stranger house movie um overall uh one one star it is a bad movie but in terms of mockability It probably jumps to a three and a half or a four. No one is good at acting. Um, Everybody (laughs) enunciates too many of the consonants. It's great. Um, Oh, dear. (laughs) And then in terms of your movie, I kind of want to see it. Like, I'd probably give yours like a three and a half out of five. And Mockability, I'll probably keep it. I'll probably put it up at like a four just because, you know, once you add ghosts into the mix, uh, it it just becomes a madhouse. Yeah. I think that I finally discovered what it is that I want in these movies and it's ghosts because I watched, um, I forget what it's called, but the Christmas one from Netflix where he's a ghost from like the turn of the century and she's trying to sell the house, but no one wants to buy the house cause it's haunted. And then she falls in love with the ghost and then he becomes a person again. Cause she loves him out of death. Wow. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. we need more ghosts. That's that's what. That's I'm what. They, yeah, if you remember anything from this podcast, just more ghosts, please. <laughs> yep. <sighs> okay, so where can people find Kid Flicks? What is it? Yes, so uh, uh, Kid Flicks is my podcast where we uh, review uh, kids' media, primarily movies, but occasionally, if I'm bored, I'll throw some TV shows or occasionally music into there. 
Um, and yeah, we have new episodes every Monday and you can get it uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Great. And uh, how do you spell kid flicks? Oh, you know, it's like Netflix, but with the word kid instead of net. So K-I-D-F-L-I-X. I probably should have made an easier to spell title, but you know what? I've made plenty worse mistakes. Um, <laughs> and also, um, I'm trying to remember, but you you were on uh, an episode a little while ago. You did... Um, Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales, that's right. Yeah, that was a, that was a miserable one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the original ones were good, but yeah. the new ones from Netflix were terrible. Yeah, they jumped the shark. <laughs> it was weird. I was watching Jane the Virgin recently, and they literally had a character jump over a shark, and the narrator said something about jumping the shark. And I was like, I don't know if you can do something crazy and then get away with it by saying, we understand that we're jumping the shark. It was odd. Anyways. Eh, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a good show, so we'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, um, we'll meet you back here on the second week of the next month, I guess. <laughs> Very Unless smooth. I put things out <laughs> later than I should, which sometimes happens, yeah. but you know, whatever. And you can follow the show at NABM Podcast or NABM, NABM Pod. I don't remember which it is. You sh- I'm sorry. You should look Try that up, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you can find us on our website not another bad movie podcast.libsyn.com l-i-b-s-y-n and you know all the usual spots wherever you're listening to this right now and thank you for listening bye, bye.